بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعد My brother and sister before I start the topic let me ask this question uh, brother Ashraf what is your business Huh? Ah, to be developer, builder, right? Builder, developer, huh? What about Rehan? What's your business? Bilal? What's your business? Retail. What is the business of every Muslim, man or woman? What should it be? Mm-hmm. Business. What should be the business of every man and woman in Islam? Builder. Build. Right? Build of what? Building what? Palace. Building palaces. That should be the occupation of every single Muslim man and woman. So yesterday I shared with you some hadith about how these palaces are to be built. So how many of you who were here yesterday, how many of you built at least one palace? One, one you built yesterday here itself. After that, did you build anymore, Brother Ashwak? Uh, Asad? No? <laughs> that is the key, right? The key is once we learn something, then we practice it. If we practice it, then we keep building it. So what did we learn yesterday? How do you build a palace in Jannah? One quick, quick one. What is the first one? Huh? Ten times Suratul Ikhlas. Anyone who recites Suratul Ikhlas ten times, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will build for him a palace in Jannah. This is what Rasulullah said uh, in the hadith in Muslim Imam Ahmad. Right. Ten times Suratul Ikhlas. So, Udeva, are you ready to build palace in Jannah? Ten times Suratul Ikhlas. Yes, no, what? That's what a deadly look. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. Now, let me tell you three more. Rasulullah said, I guarantee a house in the lowest part of Jannah for the one who leaves an argument even when he is right. Hmm? Even when he is right. Somebody who does not argue. Even when he is right, he does not argue. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, I guarantee for him a palace in the lower part of Jannah. And this is in Sunan Abi Dawud. Then Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, I guarantee a home in the middle of Jannah who does not lie even for fun. Somebody who not only speaks the truth, but does not even tell a lie for fun, as a joke. Right? If you do that, then Rasulullah said, I guarantee him a palace in the house in the middle of Jannah. And then Rasulullah said, I guarantee a house in the highest part of Jannah for the one who has good manners. Eh? For the one who has good manners. So yesterday I told you three things. Today I am telling you three things. Yesterday was what? Whoever built the masjid. 
as a palace in Jannah. Or build a masjid or participates in the construction of a masjid. And the second one was whoever recites Suratul Ikhlas, Udu Allah ten times. Allah will build a palace in Jannah. And the third one was whoever fills the gap in the saf. May Allah grant us that we should be able to pray in our proper sufuf soon, inshallah. Allah will build him a palace in Jannah and raise one level for him. And today three, Nabi Sallallahu said, I guarantee a house or palace in the lowest part of Jannah for the one who leaves an argument even if he is right. Just think about how much of time and energy we waste. And also the arguments themselves. Most of the arguments are about things which in any case, it makes no difference whether you whether you win it or, or lose it. Because it's some argument about some political thing and this and that. Imran Khan should have done this and Narendra Modi should have. <laughs> Absolutely nothing you get, you get out of that. Right? But we have big arguments and, and all kinds of stuff. Wasting of time, energy, everything for nothing. And what's the end of that? And the end of that, what did you get? Even if you won the, even if you are right, so what? Nothing changed. So Nabi Sallallahu says, don't waste your time with all this. Just leave it and you get a palace in Jannah. And then he says, I give you, I guarantee you a home in the middle of Jannah for one who abandons lying even for fun. Now, what is the biggest advantage of being somebody who does not tell lies? What is the biggest advantage in this life itself? You are trustworthy, exactly. Exactly. People will trust you. Right? People will say, no, this man does not tell lies. Alhamdulillah. So, palace in Jannah, in any case, Nabi Sallallahu said, I will give you. But even in this dunya, you are getting a benefit of that. And then Nabi Sallallahu said, I guarantee a house in the highest part of Jannah for the one who has good manners. Because he said, Nabi Sallallahu said, I have come for the completion of good akhlaq. Hmm? He didn't come, he didn't say I came to make bad akhlaq into good one. He said, no, completion of it. Already they are good, perfection of it. Perfection of good akhlaq. And what's the big benefit of having good akhlaq? You become highly respectable, people will love you, people will respect you, people will honor you, people will trust you. Now this is the thing that I want to leave with you, which is that the beauty of this deen is that the reward which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inshallah will give us for all the for everything which is Islam ordains. The reward in the akhirah, inshallah, we will get and we ask Allah for this. But in the dunya itself, it has huge benefits. I'm saying even without the reward in the akhirah, supposing there was no reward. Supposing there was no reward in the akhirah for telling, for not telling lies, for speaking the truth. Right? Supposing, let's say that this, this is not something that you are getting any reward, nothing, no reward. Still, would it be a good thing to speak the truth or to tell lies? You know, think about that. I mean, anyway, to tell, to speak the truth and not to tell lies is a good thing, whether or not you get any reward in the akhir. Even if there was no reward, still you would say, respectable persons who? If you were doing business, if I was doing business with Nabil, eh, what would I do? I know, this, this man never tells lies. Alhamdulillah. Now, whether he is getting reward in the akhir or not, I don't care. As far as I am concerned, I will do business with Nabil because Nabil is a truthful person. He is a trustworthy person. Hmm? Somebody who is not unnecessarily argumentative, go on all the time going on for everything. You like to be with such people, right? I mean, there is harmony. You, you spend time with those people, you feel nice. 
Otherwise, there are some people, the, the minute you sit with them, now you are, yourself, you are <laughs> tense. Now what is it going to start now, suddenly? There are people like this. They are, they are good people, but they, there is this argumentative, you know, tendency in them. So you don't want to be with them because now it's going to start some argument and then it goes, goes, goes nowhere. Good akhlaq, people who have other, people who are soft, people who are nice. Hmm? This, believe me, this is something which opens doors for you where you don't realize there are doors. Just good akhlaq, just treating people well. I worked for 16 years with in highly unionized communist unions with uh, in, in companies where we had communist unions. And I never had a day's trouble because I treated everybody respectfully. I would greet first, I would, you know, offer them a cup of tea, sit them down properly and so on and so on. Later when I was leaving, people told me, they said, you know, nobody treated us like, treated us like this. They treated us like enemies. Yes, we are on two opposite sides, no doubt about that, but that doesn't mean we should not be treated properly. He said, you used to do this for us. And we appreciated that. Just good treatment, just smile on the face, respectful behavior, speaking properly, not being rude, you know, returning a call. Right? So that is just, just plain, straightforward, good behavior. Make really, does wonders. Hmm? And that's why this is the beauty of this deen. So let us try to practice this deen. And of course, what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us in the Jannah, Alhamdulillah. But as I said, the same things are valuable and beneficial for us right here. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enable us to practice this deen in a way that is pleasing to Him and to reward us and give us, give us the reward of that in this dunya. Wa al-akhirah, inshaAllah. Wa sallallahu ala nabi al-kareem wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa rahmatullahi wa rahmatullahi wa rahmatullahi wa rahmatullahi wa rahmatullahi wa